Welcome to Mudflap and Palmer were forced to do a podcast, a weekly bonus bit of the Mudflap and Palmer show, starring Mudflap and Palmer. Reach out to us on Facebook or email mudflapandpalmer at gmail.com. Now, against their will and most people's wishes, here are Mudflap and Palmer. Mudflap and Palmer were forced to do a podcast, believe it or not, this is episode number 30, although we probably should be somewhere around 40. Yeah, we've been slack. Slack in life, and we don't really have a good excuse of... Well, there's stuff that's gotten in the way. There's several things, usually we do it towards the end of the week, and there's several things that seem to pop up work-related that precludes us from actually sitting down and doing the podcast. On top of that, some personal stuff and the holidays and whatever. So anyway, we're here, and it's the 30th, and... There. Just, I'm just going to blame it on the holidays. And you know, why not? Before we actually get started, I want to thank somebody who messaged me just this morning, as a matter of fact, and said they were suffering from withdrawals. Oh, I got that same message. Did you? I Aaron did. Johnson. I'm going to call him out. Yep. He is our fan. The one fan. We appreciate you. We do, Aaron. And this one is for you, man. The 30th is for you. This is the one he won't listen to. This is the one he won't. He'll, he'll just, no, it's the holidays. He'll go and do other things. And then like six months from now, he'll find out we mentioned him. Now, this is the perfect time to listen to a podcast is when you're around your family and you've had enough of them. Exactly. You put your AirPods in and, you know, just go to it. Exactly. And, uh, by the way, we wish everybody a very, very happy holiday season. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Mud Flat and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast podcast, 30 of them in 2022. This will be the last one. We'll do another one. We'll start up again after the first of the year. But uh, with that said, we obviously have the holidays on our minds. Sure. So... Uh, this will be a relatively, well, we always say this, and then it ends up being about a half an hour, but it'll be a relatively brief podcast. And uh, we'll start off with, and it's going to be holiday-oriented, we'll start off with our five favorite holiday movies. Now, the stipulation here is everybody loves Charlie Brown Christmas. That's a half an hour. Everybody loves Rudolph. Everybody loves those Rankin-Bass or whatever. And, and we get that. No one likes the heat miser. Everybody loves the heat miser and and, and the snow miser. Everybody does. By the way, that is the year without a Santa Claus is what that movie is. Worst special right behind uh, the baby New Year one. Oh, no. The baby New Year one's really bad. That one is just as bad. No. Yeah. They have, like, catchy songs. They're terrible. There we go. You brought it up, man. It is one of my favorites. I have that on DVD. That's how much of a surprise me at all. That is, and that is traditional watching the Mudflap household. Oh, Year Without a Santa Claus. I wonder why your family just my family loves it. They don't know it, but they love it. (laughs) Rankin Bass, God bless them, man. They they did the good, the the bad, and the ugly because they're responsible for the stuff that's considered classics, like uh, Santa Claus is coming to town and. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but they're also responsible for some of the crap-ass ones that came out in the early 70s. I'm not talking about the one that you're talking oh, about, Year Without a New Santa Year. Claus. Baby New Year, they did an Easter Bunny one. They did a Rudolph's New Year, too, that was bad. It was really bad. Was that the one where they got all the ones together? They got the whole band together? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was like the all-star races or something. When it comes to <laughs> wacky races. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to Rudolph... Stick with the original. Anything that came after that is not worthwhile. Agreed. Um, But we're going to talk about movies today. These are specifically movies that were released to theaters um, or to streaming if they're a movie that was released to streaming. Not animated, 
not anything like that. Although, although if it's cinematic, if it's animated, you can include it. You see what I'm saying? Wow. I know. So many rules to this for no particular reason at all. That's right. Follow the rules, sir. This is our podcast. We can do what we want to do, and you're making it so hard. I know. I know. Once I started thinking about the category, I went, well, what do we keep out? What do we leave in? What do do we allow? So anyway, we'll just start off with number one. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do anyway. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's the story (laughs) of my life. All right, so what's your first of the top five favorite movies? Um, It's going to be Elf. Not on my list. Yeah, love Elf. Thought it was great. Will Ferrell, it's one that, you know, me and the kids watch all Mm -hmm. the time. So it's just way up there. It's everything wacky and fun uh, about Christmas. There's kind of a message to it. So, you know, I mean, how do you not like Elf? Uh, By not watching it, which I've never done. That doesn't surprise me either. I've seen clips. Does that count? No. Not at all? No. Okay. You're the worst when it comes to watching anything. (laughs) Literally 15 years from now, if we're still doing the podcast, you'll be like, hey, you know what I finally got around to watching? You know what I just saw? Man, that elf. You know, I was sleeping on elf. And man, I should have watched that like, you know, when it came out. My first one on my list is the Santa Claus Tim Allen in the very first Santa Claus. Now, they've made it a franchise. There was three movies. Now a series. There's a series, which, by the way, just got renewed uh, for season two on Disney+. Plus. But the original Santa Claus, where he first finds out uh, and he becomes Santa, is a Christmas classic. And how do you you not like Tim Allen? Tim Allen is just, in general, likable. You know, when he's on screen, he's likable, so he's the perfect role. For Scott, whatever the guy's name is. Who yeah, we watched the Santa. second one last night or the night before. I remember the which one was the second one? Was that when he gets his wife? Well, his wife was there and then she's pregnant and she's got to bring like, you know, the relatives up and they have to pretend like, you know, the North Pole is Canada because of the whole don't, you know, don't tell thing. I've got to. Martin Short's in it. Oh, that's the that's the one with Martin Short. Yeah, he's then in which there one's as the well. third one? I thought he was the third. Maybe the third one, and maybe the second. They all run the same to me, except for the first one, which is great and and much better than the rest of them. But still, they're all pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Santa Claus, the original, classic. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, the next one is Home Alone. Not on my list. Yeah, it, it it happens around Christmas. It does, and there is a Christmas message to it. You know, don't leave your kid at home. Oh, absolutely. Well, I don't know if that needs that can be a year round message. I think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's got to be, especially when you're going like to France. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that one. Um, my nine year old finally sat down and watched. She watched Home Alone, and she thought it was great. Wow. Yeah, loved it. So now Spe- she wants to watch it all the time. Speaking of forcing your kids to watch a movie, I tried to get my daughter, who is twenty seven, to watch Bullet Train with me, and she was not happy. Why? I don't know. I said, this is going to be a movie you like. And she was just like, she gets this thing where she goes, I'm not in the mood to see a particular movie or whatever. And if you go against that grain, she hates that movie forever. Oh, this sounds familiar. Like who? You. No. Just to get you to sit down and watch a movie. I got to be in the mood. And then when I he finally, like, quote unquote, forces himself to watch the movie, he comes in and just rips it to shreds the next day. Or I like it. There's some that I like. I would say that's like 80-20. Okay, my second one on my list is A Christmas Carol. Standard story done a million times. It's the Albert Finney version that came out in 1970, which is where he kind of sings songs. And the one song that always... First of all, the ghost of Christmas Future scared the living daylights out of me in this one. I have no idea on this one. As a kid. And there's also a song that they do where he thinks that the town is celebrating him, but they're actually happy that he's dead. And they do a song called Thank You Very Much. And it's the best thing ever because he's singing along. Oh, and- that's where that comes from. Yes. Spirited. Yeah. Oh, is it? Did they use that in Spirited too? Dude, Thank You Very Much was like the F.U. 
Yes. Yeah. And and so that yeah, they actually do. That. I haven't seen that yet. It is so funny. Okay, now <laughs> that makes sense. To okay, me. the context now works for you. Yes, but the original because the Will Ferrell char- character is so old. Yeah, and he was Scrooge in that movie, right? And so that's how they used to tell each other off. Thank you very much. <laughs> and he ends up doing it again when you know in modern times, and you just fall on the floor laughing. It's the, it's so great. The song is classic. What's your third? Uh, I'm gonna lead that to Spirited. Okay, which I, again I haven't seen yet, but I want to. And I love. I just Ryan don't Reynolds. have Apple Plus or whatever it's on. Yeah, it is on Apple Plus. Yeah, I don't have that. Um, I don't know how I have it, but I have it. <laughs> um, it's one of those things where I, I think T-Mobile gave it to me right. for free or something. But I love it. Um, it's a little bit too long, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, not being a total Ryan Reynolds fanboy, but uh, in general, they could have cut like 20 minutes off of that film, and it would have been just fine. But the singing's amazing. The arrangements are amazing. It's a straight musical. And again, if you haven't seen it, I've just seen the trailers, and this is on my I must see this before Christmas list because Will Ferrell is great. He's Will Ferrell. Ryan Reynolds is great. He's Ryan Reynolds. They do a different twist on the Scrooge story. Very different twist. And they throw some musical stuff in there as well. And the trailers alone sold me on this. I wish I had seen it before we made this list because it would probably end up in my top five. Okay. All right, so my next one is a classic. It's A Wonderful Life. Oh. No? It is very long. It's very long and very black and white and boring. I'm not ordinarily a fan of black and white movies, but this one, to me, and, and also there's the, you know what? That and it was jammed down my throat as a kid. Well, here's the other thing. I like the movie despite its flaws. One, it's black and white, so I'm not a big fan of that. Also, let's face it. Can we, can, do we have the room? Can we talk? Well, it's our podcast. George is kind of a dick. Oh. He really is. The lead character's kind of a jerk. He's a jerk to his family. He's a jerk to his wife. He's a jerk in general. Now, granted, he gets there because Mr. Potter, the rich guy in town, basically beats him down into nothing. But he's kind of a jerk. This sounds familiar. Does it? (laughs) Maybe there's a relatability factor that I'm kind of like. I think so. You think? But It's a Wonderful Life is on my list. I do like the movie, despite the flaws. It doesn't age well as a movie movie, but uh, as a classic, I love it. So there you go. What's your fourth one? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Not on my list. Um, that is the classic for me. You know, Growing up, that was the movie that I can still watch, fall down laughing. Uh, Chevy Chase, who I generally don't like in general. Right. Was a genius in there. The rest of the supporting cast was brilliant. Yeah, Cousin Eddie made the movie. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so much to love. Uh, You know, the the squirrel or whatever it was in the Christmas tree. I have uh, something to admit. Oh, dear Lord. If you tell me you haven't watched this movie. Not the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How? (laughs) You can watch it by accident at this point. And I haven't somehow. I've seen clips and that's it. I've seen the first, the only one I've seen is the very first National Lampoon's uh, Vacation. I'm so disgusted with you. <laughs> I am so disgusted. I did not know this. Really? No. Yeah, this is, this is one. I've seen so many clips and people quoting it. Crapper's yeah. full. You know, all that stuff. I get it. I get why. Is it, you know what? Oh. I'm going to do you, I'm going to give you a Christmas present. I am going to watch this movie before Christmas. When we come back, we can discuss. Have you seen the scene where he goes off on his boss? Was that the one about the check? Well, yeah, it's about the bonus check. It yes. really sends him down the, the road. Yes, I saw that. And I, I, you know what? 
I felt that right here. <laughs> I felt that deep down in the cockles of my heart. Oh. But no, I haven't seen it. All right, so that was your fourth, right? Yeah. Okay, my fourth is uh, a Christmas story. Okay. A Christmas story. Um, it's just a perennial favorite. You can't. Everybody in the world loves it, which is why I didn't want to put it on the list, but I can't deny it. I cannot deny it. You saw the new one, right? I've seen most of the new one. Okay. I ended up. Getting, I hate how you watch movies. Well, I got. Well, kids. Um, oh, that's my. You have you have adult children. I have a nine year old. Um, now it was one of those things where I got about halfway through, and when I really started kind of getting invested, because I'll be honest with you, the first part of the movie was kind of just a slog trying to get through it. Um, it was slow. It was just his like day in the life kind of stuff. It is, um, but it picks up. It, it basically the story picks up where his dad dies. He's got to go home and help mm-hmm. his mom, and it's all on him to do the perfect Christmas, kind of like his dad used to do, right? And that's kind of the premise of the movie. And it's so all the speak. same actors, too. Yes, it is. So, and with the exception of Mom. Right. Mom is different, but uh, the rest of the actors are all the same. All the kids are the same. It was the first half of that movie was a tough watch. But it comes together. Uh, from when, when I started getting kind of invested and interested in it, yeah, that's when Parker needed me to help with homework. Oh, and you saved me. Saved by the bell. Well, no, because at that point, I was like, man, I finally got locked <laughs> into this movie an hour into it. You couldn't have hit me up with this an hour ago? Like, come on. All right, so what's your final one? Um, well, I do. Are have you going to say Die Hard? I do have a Christmas story down, but I'm not going to say that. Although it's one of my favorites, but yes, Die Hard. I knew it. I Die knew Hard it. is on the list, or Gremlins. You can swap either oh. one out. See, those are the ones, and I, I purposely not that I don't like them because I love those movies, but I purposely left them off my list because they are considered more like peripheral. They take place at Christmas as opposed to being Christmas centered. Um, yeah, but. Right, and that's only because I knew you would cover that. Yep. I left it off my list. Yeah, both of those, if I had to choose two, would, I would tag both of those right I would there. absolutely agree with you. I love those. Both those movies, love them. Yeah, I don't necessarily think this is a full-fledged Christmas right. movie by any stretch of the imagination, but at the same time, if I have to sit down and be forced to watch a Christmas movie, I'm choosing one of those two. Absolutely. And this way, the family stops asking me to choose Christmas movies to watch. Look, if we're going to spend a Christmas in front of the television, we're going to spend Christmas at the Nakatomi Plaza. It's exactly right. <laughs> and on top of that, it's... Hans it, Gruber, baby! You know, it, it, I don't have to watch the Hallmark Channel. There you, there you go. Have you noticed that none of the movies on our list are from the Hallmark Channel? Have you noticed that? My last one is Scrooged. I couldn't name one. I couldn't either. Off the Hallmark Channel I couldn't because either. they're all the same. Yeah, my last one is Scrooged. Bill Murray in the Scrooge role. Uh, Karen Allen plays in it. His brother plays in it as his younger brother. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. There's a lot to like about it. There's some slapstick. There's some generally creepy moments. Uh, and it sticks to the Christmas Carol, but at the same time, an updated kind of uh, angle on it. And it's Bill Murray being Bill Murray, which I don't think he knows how to be anything else. Bill yeah. Murray in every movie. I saw one movie with Bill Murray, and I hated it. It was one where he played a straight role, and it was, um, I think it was called A Razor's Edge, where he played some soldier who was having like this identity crisis back in World War One, and he goes to France, and he examines his life, and I, want, I wanted to kill myself. I wanted to slice Never my wrist. Never seen that wide Oh, don't. Don't. It is everything you hate in a movie in one movie. And then you say, but I'm going to kind of like it because it's Bill Murray. But no, you'd be wrong. No, that's unfortunate. You'd be 100% wrong. Very unfortunate. Scrooge is on my list as well. Those are my top five. Those are your top five. Now, the second part of this is 
Everybody does their favorite Christmas songs. They all talk about, oh, it's Wham! and Last Christmas. It's Mariah Carey. It's whatever. But we're going to take the Mudflat and Palmer angle on it, and we're going to do just one. What is your least favorite Christmas song of all time? That's hard. I made a list. Did you make a list? I did. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Pick your number one, and then we'll go back and revisit the other ones on your list. Oh, I have to pick one out of all these? Yes, but you're going to say them all anyway. Oh, I don't know which one I hate the worst. Oh. Okay, I, I do know. Okay. The Christmas Shoes song. Oh. And I know that's saying gonna, that's manipulative I know and that's going to trigger a lot of people. No, no, you know what? The first time, I remember when that came out in the late 90s, and I was working in Charleston, and we everybody went, and there was this USA Today story on it, oh, it was and all huge. this other stuff, and everybody went, "Ooh, it's Turned this amazing into a movie. story!" Yes, and I went, "This just says I'm going to play you like a piano. I'm going to make you feel these things." It's kind of like Luke Bryan's country on song. Yes, I'm going to take an orphan or somebody who will soon be an orphan, throw in a dying parent, and they don't have the money to buy the dying parent some clothes, some, some shoes. shoes. So, I, and then I just wanted to. Oh no. Absolutely, a hundred percent, not that song. It, and to make it worse, my mother, God rest her soul, loved that song. Listened to it on repeat. Oh it was over and over and over. I I was begging, and for those of you who don't know who my mom was, she was one of these people who was like infatuated with Kenny Rogers, mm-hmm. and so I got a lot of Kenny Rogers, which I don't like Kenny Rogers to this day because of it. Is any Kenny Rogers Christmas music on that list? I'm just curious. No, oh, well, it could be. Who knows? <laughs> um, but, you know, by mid-November, it got switched from Kenny Rogers to the Christmas Shoes song. Oh, with absolutely no pause. Oh, no, it was just like, click. It wow. was like you flipped over the record to side B. You did live in hell. I It was hell, and her musical choices were terrible. No wonder I catch a lot of crap from you about my musical choices. Not that they're the same as your mother's, but you just close. do not like to be subjected to what you don't like to be subjected to. No, I don't. <laughs> because back in the day when you were growing up and you were in the car or you were in the house, it didn't matter what your par- parents had on. You were watching or listening to that. and if you, you had to go hide in your hole and, and if listen you, to what you wanted. And if you dared changed it, you were taking a beat down. Oh, absolutely. That was just, you know, it was game on. You know what? That's a subject for another podcast. I the know. things that our parents listened to that yeah. we were subjected to. Oh, so much. I got some stuff. Yeah. Elvis, Wayne, freaking Newton, Sonny and Cher, all of that. We're going to go into depth on that. Oh, Thank you Sonny for bringing that up. Cher was the other one. Yes. Your mother and my mother would have gotten along. Holy cow. And our Car- mothers would have gotten along. Carly Simon. <laughs> if I hear that song, you're so vain one more time. You're so vain. I bet you think this song is about you. Oh, and she don't you? She would get revved up in this song. <laughs> this was some somehow personal to her. I mean, literally, we'd be in the car, and it would be like you were listening to some kind of music to jack you up before you went into a football game. I know who she's talking about. I, and, she, <laughs> and she'd be like, "Yeah, screw you, the man." You tell him, girl. Oh, it was all women's lip stuff. So she was saying, "You go, girl." Before you go, girl was a thing. She would have been on the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been a thing for her. All right, my worst, and then we'll go back to the ones your also rans. My worst one, and you played it on the radio this morning because hmm. you know, and I didn't realize that I was that obvious about this. Grandma got run over by a reindeer is the single worst Christmas song ever. I like. What was the one in our old workplace that the general manager hated? Was it the Barking Dogs? There was that. It was Jingle Bells with the Barking Dogs or something. Right. There's also Dominic the Donkey. Right. That was that the he, other one. That he hated. 
So I made sure I played more. He and tried more to ban them. He tried to ban them. Yeah, it didn't work out well. Yeah, it's not, and we tell him it's not your jukebox, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then we play it. And then we play it on and repeat. You know that was a good way to get him to not listen to us. So that is we true. play songs that were crap to him. Whenever we found out something that drove him absolutely insane, we went in that direction, mm-hmm. like hardcore into that direction. And then eventually they just stopped talking to us, and then they fired us. <laughs> I mean, it was one barking dog song too many, I, I guess. I guess so. But Grandma got run over by a reindeer, and of course, it's the one that they turned into an animated movie. Yep. And it's everything and about a, it. And a real movie. Yes, and everything about it I hate, because Elmo and Patsy, the artists, and that guy's voice, there's something almost like Andy Griffith light about it. That like He would be a character on the Andy Griffith show. I just wanted to punch him in the face every time he's, you know, eggnog. I mean, I, I, I not hate that lie. song so much. I like that song. I don't care. <laughs> if we were talking about favorites, we would be talking about favorites. Oh, it wouldn't be in my favorite list, but I like it just for the mere fact that you don't. I know. Unbelievable. I know. All right. So run down real quick the other ones that you were talking about not liking. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Um. Yeah. The Little Drummer Boy in any form. Yeah. Santa looked a lot like Daddy. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. With the whistles? Yes. <laughs> and Santa Baby, it doesn't matter if Madonna, Kelly Pickler, or Marilyn Monroe does it. I just want to point out that today on the show, when we started, we played Santa Baby twice. I swear it was within 20 minutes. Nah. By two different artists. It was about an hour and a half. It was not, sir. It I was. promise you, you look back, it was not. I promise you. I'm going to play it twice for you tomorrow. That's not just me having PTSD. I'm doing it back-to-back for you tomorrow. Let's examine for a second Santa Baby, which, by the way, came out originally, I think it was Earth the Kid or something, way back in the 40s. Yeah. All right? But let's examine it. You want to talk about when Christmas first started turning towards the materialistic? You know how people kind of bemoan that now and say, it's all about Jesus and whatever. When you want to talk about materialistic, that song is materialistic. All she wants is the deed to a platinum mine and a ring. Not the kind on the phone. Came out in 1953. 53. It was Eartha Kitt, though. It was the original, it is. right? Yes. Okay. Um, and, of course, everybody's done it since. Kelly Pickler's done it. Other people have done it. Uh, it's everything that is wrong. And granted, it's tongue-in-cheek. And granted, it's humorous. But it's everything that's wrong about Christmas. I have no problem, you know, with Kelly Pickler in general. I know you don't. Love some Kelly Pickler. I know you don't, sir. I'm going to play something here in the studio that uh, you may need to be reminded of. And it may be my favorite Christmas song of all time, even though we're not talking about favorites. But I just want to bring this up. Yes, I have a very, very, very little secret it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of a thing that people should know about. Because, I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Listen. The snow will be falling, and the cats will be bawling. Yeah, they're going to be knocking themselves out. You know the reason why? I'll tell you why. Yeah. Santa Claus is smoking reefers. <laughs> you didn't know that, did Whoa. you? Whoa. Santa Claus is smoking tea. He's so high. In the sky, loaded all the time. He stays up there loaded for a year. He comes on down. He's got the stuff for the kitties. Yes, sir. And the kitties are happy nowadays. Mm-hmm. They ain't like the kitties of yesterday. 
They ain't like your father and my father. Yeah. The kids are driving. Oh, I didn't know about this song. Did you not? No, I've never heard that song before. Now, it's an old song by Johnny Guarnieri and Slam Stewart, an old jazz song that more recently the Squirrel Nut Zippers did a version of it. Those are the guys from the 90s that did that kind of big dance stuff. Yeah. Uh, they did that song, Hell, that was a big alternative hit. And the song is called Santa's Secret. And it's one that you need to put on your holiday playlist. The only one I can think of that even... Is, I remember Cheech and Chong did a song. And then there was the Casey Musgraves and Willie Nelson. Right. Where she did have a very Willie Christmas or uh -huh. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. A Willie Nice Christmas. That's what it is. <laughs> the first time I heard that was on some novelty CD that came by the radio station about 20 years ago. And Why aren't we playing that? Oh, Chris Kingle. <laughs> yes. He's got a reaper a hundred feet long. <laughs> Smokes it from end to end. You smoke it if he's your friend. He's so high and mellow. A great big, 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 big fat fellow. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, look at old Lubinsky dancing in there. He's knocking himself right out. He's setting music back 20 years. <laughs> Yes, and the cats are jiving, hep, hep, hiving. Oh, Santa, oh, Santa, oh, Santa, Santa Claus. Yes, the moral of this little story is, uh, um, what, what is the moral? The moral is, uh, uh, does your reefer taste different lately? This is insane. That's, that's awesome. This is crazy. That may be on my top list now. Oh, yeah, it's called, again, write it down, sir, just in case you forget, Santa's Secret and it's by Johnny Guarnieri and Slam Stewart. Uh, and it's old. It's very old. Back in the jazz days when marijuana was, ooh, ah. I absolutely love that. Yeah, I figured you would. That's great. All right. With that being said, we wish everybody a very wonderful holiday. We'll be back after the first of the year. And uh, this has been episode 30. Episode 31 will be the next one. Uh, again, want to thank Aaron Johnson, our sole listener and fan who specifically brings up the podcast on the regular. We appreciate you, man. And we need more people like you. In the meantime, sir, you have a wonderful holiday. You as you well. You and your family. And we'll be back. Uh, it's going to be kind of sporadic. If you listen to us on the radio, uh, you'll be out. Uh, I'll be out a little bit. I'll be here. And then we'll rejoin forces uh, after the first of the year. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, uh, we're going to close out the year saying thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, if you look for the show, if you hear the podcast, you say, where can I hear more of these guys? As everybody does. Uh, it's on the radio in the PD region of Florence uh, and the surrounding area of South Carolina uh, on 99.3 Cat Country. You can also get the app and hear us Monday through Friday, uh, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., uh, anywhere in the world. So there you go. Anything, All right. Any last uh, holiday thoughts or other thoughts? No. No, no, I think we've covered them all. All right, sing it to yourself on the way out the door. Santa Claus <laughs> is smoking reefer. Yeah, it's yeah. the best thing ever. <laughs> Bye, y'all. And that's a wrap. Thanks for checking out the Mud Flap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast. Podcast. A new episode goes live every Friday. So check back then. If you need more of the guys, you can hear Mudflap and Palmer in the PD on 99.3 The Cat weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. and around the world via the Cat Country app. Have a great week.